Welcome to the Command Center Podcast. I'm Julie Donaldson. The NFL Draft turned dreams into reality for the Commander's 2022 draft class. Upon their arrival to Ashburn, notable Washington alumni sat down with the rookies to discuss life on and off the field. First-rounder Jahan Dotson knew from an early age football was his future. Dotson put up career-high numbers his senior season at Penn State, posting over 1,100 yards and 12 TDs. Former Washington wide receiver Santana Moss welcomed Dotson to discuss his life and career before going 16th overall. Hey, this your boy Santana Moss. I'm here today with the Washington Commanders first round draft pick, Jahan Dotson. Welcome, my brother. Thank you. How you Appreciate doing? It. I'm good. How you doing? How you doing? I mean, I'm great, man. How you feeling right now? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, first day in the building. Mm -hmm. uh, just excited for the opportunity, honestly. Been itching to get here. Uh, can't wait to can't wait to see what, what's in store. Now that that the process, I mean, you know, when I say the process, I've been in them shoes before. I understand how we are as collegiate athletes. I mean, my goal was out the gate as yep. a five, six year old. Yep. When I was asked, yeah. what do I want to do or what who I, what I was going to be when I grew up? I said a football player. Right. Uh, I'm not sure if that was your number one goal, but now that it's over and you're here, what feeling do you have? Yeah. Um, Kind of just achievement, mm -hmm. uh, just excitement. Like like you said, yeah. from an early age, you knew that this is what you wanted to do, and I feel like it's the same exact way for me. Um, I, I've always, like my, my parents always told me when I was a young kid, I never really played with toys. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I grew up playing with football, with football. football, basketball. So I always kind of knew I wanted to do something like this. Um, and, and football, I, I took it serious from a young age. and. and it's, it's finally paying off. So was football number one sport for you? Because I know I ran track. Yep. Uh, I dilly-dally with basketball, but I knew football was number one. Track yep. got me into college, but, yep. you know, how was it like for you growing up? Yeah, football football was always my number one. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I didn't start running track till high school, start playing basketball till middle school, but mm -hmm. I've been playing football since I could walk. So gotcha. uh, I always knew that this was what I wanted to do. So tell me, you was born in New Jersey, am I right? Yep. Did you grow up in Jersey or did you grow up in in Philly or, or Pennsylvania? Yeah, so I grew up in Jersey for about seven to eight years mm -hmm. and then uh, basically just moved to PA. Uh, my dad putting us in a better opportunity for me and my family um, and just getting away from just uh, a toxic city for real. Yeah. So uh, it, it was good, the opportunity to come to Pennsylvania um, and, and really it was, it was a big culture shock for me, mm -hmm. but uh, just adapting to it, it, it was good for me. So how was it? I mean, like, take, take, me, take me through your childhood. I remember being a kid, man, and, and I remember, you know, I stayed in Miami all my life, but, yeah. but I stayed in two different sides of Miami. And if you ever, I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but, you know, folks always talk about South Beach when they hear Miami. Yeah. I grew up, I was born and raised in Liberty City, and Liberty City is a world-renowned, known, it's known. Everyone knows what Liberty City is about. And then I, then I turned 12, I think, and I moved to Carroll City, which was like rival cities. Right. Um, I remember those days. I remember them vividly. Yeah. Do you have that memory of you leaving from one spot to the other? Yeah, for sure. Uh, when I first left New Jersey, I, I cried the whole way there. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't, I didn't want to leave Jersey just because that's where all my family grew up. Uh, my grandmother, uh, grandfather, cousins, aunts, uncles, like everyone was back in Jersey. So 
my dad moving us, it, it, we were the first ones to, to really move away from the, the connected family. Yeah. And I, I cried the whole car ride, a uh, whole hour, hour 15 car ride. So uh, it, it was tough for me uh, just going through that process just because I was a very young age. Yeah. Um, and I, I kind of only knew one place, but um, it, it was good for me. But it was a better life, though. Right. Better life. Be better lifestyle. Uh, just better opportunities. Around what age did you start playing, you know, uh, football or rather organized football? Yeah, so I started playing around four. Mm -hmm. uh, I started playing flag football around four years old and I pretty much been playing ever since. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So high school. Yep. And I know we all go through it, you know. You start, whether you start at ninth grade or you start at 10th grade. I started 10th grade and I started straight out the gate to varsity. Yeah. Um, how was your journey in high school knowing that my goal is to get to college to doing what I'm doing what I love to do. Yeah. What was it like for you? Yeah. Uh, my early years of high school were tough. Um, I went to a very small, small high school and I, I was always like kind of the best player on my team. Mm -hmm. So my ninth grade year, they moved me right up to varsity uh, and just basically threw me in with the big dogs. Mm. And I was I was about 135 pounds. <laughs> soaking wet. Yeah, huh? Soaking wet. 135 <laughs> pounds. Uh, just ready to make plays. But it, it was it was really a shock to me to, to realize that like there's so much more than just your talent that, yeah. that will get you there. So uh, just really having to understand throughout high school, putting the work in um, is it, going to enhance your ability to play on the field. Was it always a given that you knew that what you was doing at that time was going to allow you to or allow your parents not to have to pay for, you know, for college for you? I'm not sure how you got into uh, Penn State, but, yeah. you know, I knew the process for me was a lot different. I remember it got down to my last year and I was like, well, you know, I look like I'll be not going to school yeah. and then things just drastically change. Yeah. How was that journey like for you? Yeah, so basically my sophomore year of high school was basically my breakout season. Mm -hmm. uh, started again, I probably had around 40 offers after that year. And going into my junior year, I was highly, highly recruited. And that year I had broke my leg. That was the first injury I've ever faced. Mm -hmm. And it, it kind of seemed like everything just shut down. Everything went downhill. Uh, a lot of schools stopped talking to me, um, just not getting recruited as, as I was the previous year. So it was tough going through that and knowing that, like, football isn't everything. Like, mm -hmm. there, there's much more to life than just football. And uh, I really just had to hone in on, on daily life and, mm -hmm. and just really let it take me. And, and I'm, I'm glad you spoke on that because I remember going through something going into my junior year. Mm -hmm. Football was taken away from me. Right. They said I had scoliosis. They said I couldn't participate in anything of that sort. And I remember now thinking like, well, I'm just out here to the park with my friends. Yeah. And the life that I knew that I that I loved dearly and wanted to have a, you know pursue and, and, and go pro in, yeah. is, it might be over for me. Right. What was it like keeping your faith? Because I remember what it was like for me. I, I kind of it was a roller coaster for yeah. me, but what was it like keeping that mindset and just knowing that I can overcome this and still have the opportunity? Yeah, uh, it, it kind of just made me hungrier. Yeah, um, like that, like you said, that was the first time football had ever been taken away from me, and that's when I realized how much football really meant to me and how much I really loved the game. Like I wanted to get back out there so bad it hurt me. That I tell everyone the thing that hurt me most was sitting on the sidelines watching and not being able to participate with my guys, because um, football is really somewhere where. I kind of bring out who I am mm. and express myself, so <laughs> it, it's tough. It was really tough for me to go through that. It's, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just sitting here. I'm, the things you're saying is just I'm, I'm connecting with it because, yeah. you know, I tell folks all the time. I, I suffer from, I guess, social anxiety. Yeah, I'm not good in crowds. Right. Yeah. But when I'm on that field, no matter how many people in that stands, I'm, I'm at home. Mm -hmm. I don't feel no one around me. I don't care what's going on between them white lines. That's my safe haven. So right. to, 
to hear you say that, I mean, I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. I'm, 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 I'm in the same boat. <laughs> um, but tell me something. In college, it's a different ball game. Right. You know, you get there, you see that these guys are nothing like the guys that you play with in high school. Yeah. So that's one thing we get away with in high school. We play against, you might have a, a blue chipper or a five-star here or there. Right, yeah. But the team sucks. sucks. You know, let's be real, you <laughs> yeah. know. And you, you take advantage of everybody in front of you that sucks because it's not your fault that this guy can't, you know, live up to the competition. Right. What was it like when you first entered into Penn State and you realized this is a different ball game? Yeah. Uh, entering the Penn State. Once again, the same thing. I, I was light. Yeah. I, I was real light, uh, probably about 155 pounds uh, going in there. And that was the first first adversity I had faced. And just because that was the first time I realized that there's guys out there that can do what you can do. Mm -hmm. So that, that, was, that was a culture shock to me again. And it really made me hone in on my skills, hone in on my abilities, and really just want to be that guy. Uh, I had a guy in front of me by the name of KJ Hamler, a tremendous talent. And it really, like, it, it dug at me that he was that guy. Like, yeah. that, that was my brother, and he was that guy because I wanted to be that guy so bad. Mm -hmm. I was that guy in high school. So uh, it really dug at me and just made me just want to go hard and always be that guy. When did it come to the realization that you can go pro? Yeah. Like, you know, we all get that nod. It might be a coach. It might be somebody that's watched you play that say, hey, bro, you got potential to go to the next level. You yeah. know, I got, the, I got it early. Like, I played out the gate. But by my sophomore year, folks were telling me, hey, you're going to be a first-rounder. And, yeah. you know, being that guy listening to it, I was one of those guys. didn't want to hear the noise. I right. wanted to go out there and continue to produce. Yep. When did you start believing or even hearing that you can go pro? I would probably say after my sophomore season, um, that's when I, I, really, I really just, just took it into account. Like, I had talks with Coach Franklin, and he was like, listen, like, if you – you have the ability to be a first-round pick. You have the ability to be successful at the next level, but you really got to take this take this to a next step. Mm -hmm. And that sophomore, after that sophomore season, going into my junior year, that was when I really just enhanced my game. I started really taking the weight room real seriously, mm -hmm. uh, just getting that extra work in, and I just I I really started feeling in love with it, and just never got tired of it. So your game grows. I mean, every year we get better, mm -hmm. and then you hear those noises, you hear the sounds, or you hear everybody just you know, chopping in the whispers of, man, this guy has potential. Yep. Who is that one guy you looked at, you know, on that next level and say, this is who I, re I, I basically resemble this guy. Yeah, who, is, yeah. who is that one, one wide receiver you, that you watched growing up? Yeah, um, I watched a lot of Deshaun Jackson growing mm -hmm. up. Uh, he was always kind of a guy. He's who right there in that Philly area too. Yep, being yeah, in Philly. right in the Philly area. Uh, wasn't very big in stature, but he made it happen. Mm -hmm. um, and then that's, that's kind of how I've always been, uh, just – Trying to trying to make it happen. Uh, you 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 can't. You got to deal with the cards that you're dealt with, and uh, you got to make it happen. That's great, man. Well, now that you're here, man, um, I want to first. And I'm pretty sure I'm not. I'm sure I'm not the first, but I want to congratulate you. Uh, but I will say this, and I don't have no more questions for you. I want you to know that we all been in those shoes. Most of the guys that you see that's going to be doing this, you know, throughout the year is going to, you know, be former players. Yeah. Uh, we've been in them shoes, but keep that hunger. Right. That's first and foremost. Whatever it was that got you here, mm -hmm. continue to let that, you know, build up in you, man. And just have fun with the process. Trust yeah. me. I mean, it's going to be a journey. It's going to be a task. <laughs> but if you're having fun with it, man, you're going to be able to do some of the same things you did on the collegiate level. Right. All right. Thank Appreciate you, man. It. Thank Appreciate you for being it. on the show. Yes, sir. 
For all your Commander's news and analysis, be sure to tune in to Command Center weeknights at 5.30, 10 p.m. on NBC Sports Washington. And while you're at it, follow at Commanders on all social media platforms for the latest on the team. Hail to the Commanders.